guys. I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. We're continuing our meditation on the book of Jonah. In chapter 4, we find that God's magnificent passion is wonderful. God's love for me never changes. Get this, even when I'm selfish and stop communicating with him. Rather than get right, Jonah wanted to get out. To Jonah, there was no way out. Either he had to change or die. In chapter 4, verse 3, Therefore now, O Lord, take up beseech thee my life from me, for it's better for me to die than to live. Then said the Lord, Do you well to be angry? So Jonah went outside the city and sat on the east side of the city, and there made him a booth and sat under it in the shadow till he might see what would become of the city. What did Jonah ask of God? O oh Lord, kill me. I can't handle this. Take my life from me. What did God ask of Jonah? Do you have a right to be angry? You know, nobody enjoys being confronted with his selfishness and sin. The way a person handles rebuke speaks volumes about his character. If we want to understand God's mind in this, he already asked Solomon to write a few thoughts down for us. Proverbs ten seventeen. He is in the way of life that keeps instruction, but he that refuses reproof errs. Proverbs 12, 1. Whoso loves instruction, loves knowledge, but he that hates reproof is brutish. Proverbs fifteen ten, Correction is grievous unto him that forsakes away, and he that hates reproof shall die. It seems as if Jonah's response to God's rebuke was to clam up. He never answered God. But he went out to the hillside, started pouting and waiting to see if God would change his mind and destroy Nineveh. It is a bit hard to understand that even after everything God did to preserve Jonah's life, Jonah still clamped up and refused to talk to God. When was the last time you were rebuked by a friend, a parent, or an authority, or even your pastor? What was your response? Did you get defensive or did you handle the reproof in a godly way? Has there ever been a time that you were so upset you didn't even feel like praying to God? Once again, it's amazing to see that God's love for us never changes, even when we poorly accept reproof and choose not to communicate with him as we should. We should be thankful that the Lord loves us so much, you know, as well as I do, that we should not deserve such love. Have you ever felt that God was not listening to your prayers anyway? So why pray? God's ears are open to the prayers unless we selfishly pray to have our own way. When does God refuse to listen? He tells us when we have unconfessed sin, Psalm 66, 18. When we pray selfishly, James 4, 3. When we refuse to listen to God's word, Proverbs 28, 9. And when we don't pray or don't ask, James 4, 2. God's love for us is not based on our moods or our selfishness. God loves us even when we act like we don't love him. During this whole time, Jonah was not thinking of God or the Ninevites, but only of himself. When a child disobeys his parents, they may be disappointed, but they do not quit loving that child. It's the same with God. We often displease and disappoint him, but he never, ever quits loving us. God's love for me never changes, even when I'm selfish and stop communicating with him. Hey, our time's up for today. I hope you enjoyed this. But if you want some more help or more meditations that maybe deal with uh, like anger or fear or worry or lust, I want you to go to randhumble.com and check some of the meditation books we have. And then we have a number of six-week Bible studies that kind of go along with a lot of our meditations. I want to just help you every way I possibly can. But I also know that today is the day the Lord made. Let's rejoice. Let's be glad in it. And I hope that you have a good day day.